Hey everybody, welcome back to the DMTworld.net podcast. Today we're doing something a little bit different, uh, and depending on how things play out, we might continue to do this. Um, today I'm presenting another talk from two of the members of our site, uh, T-Rex Sephora and Luke Skywalkers, continuing the conversation. Uh, they first put out they put out their first episode on the YouTube channel, so feel free to go back and check that one out. Uh, today they review the book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, I got I got to say something. I, after listening to this conversation they had, I I went back over this book myself, and um, uh, you know it's more than a book. You know it's a way of living, a way of a way of carrying oneself. Uh, you know, it's it's easy to fall back on, on learned behaviors from the past, but those behaviors don't have to define us. You know, um, we can be the product producer and the main character of our own movies. You know, create your own reality, and this kind of helps. This this does help. Um, anyhow, I really enjoyed this talk. I very much appreciate the two of them, uh, Luke Skywalker and T-Rex Sephora, and everyone who was involved, uh, to include High AF, Spyro Tribe, Oryx, Shaboy, and Third Eye Vibe. Uh, one thing I want to throw out is um, we added a donate button. If you click on the podcast button at the very top of any page within the dmtworld.net site, it'll bring you to a new page. And on that page at the top, there's a donate button. You know, we all got to keep in mind that this place is being kept alive by people who have become Patreon supporters, you know, the admins and, and myself. You know, I do this in my own time, my own dime. And, you know, anything contributed would just go to the production, you know, value of these podcasts. You know, it's it's not a rich get rich scheme or anything like that. It's just, you know, we, we, we can only do what, what we can with what we have at the end of the day. So if you're feeling generous, by all means, uh, you can make a one time donation. And this is not an obligation. So don't feel like you have to do it. Anyhow, um, thanks for being here. Thank you for the support. And as always, keep spreading the love. Awesome. So, hey, everybody, welcome to Continuing the Conversation. Uh, this is our DMT World uh, podcast that me and Luke Skywalker started to discuss books and just get community feedback on topics and having more of a long-form audio conversation opposed to the normal uh, typing back and forth. So I just want to go down through the list and have everybody say hey and introduce themselves. I'll start with myself. I am T-Rex, and I am from Vermont. I've been uh, part of the group for, like, since April, and this community means a fuck ton to me. I, uh, I've got a lot out of it and trying to put as much back into it. So I'm happy to be here uh, uh, starting off the conversation. And next I'll introduce IAF. Say hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm IAF. I'm 26. I live in Rhode Island, so not too far from T-Rex. Um, I'm newer to psychedelics and I've been really enjoying just, you know, learning from everyone on DMT world and y'all have really interesting experiences to share. So I'm just really grateful to have found this place. Fuck yeah. We're mm -hmm. glad you're here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 
think it was Spyro there that said I sounded young. I didn't say my age there. I'm uh, 38. Oh, younger than I, I imagined. Sorry. Yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Yeah, I just blew I, it. I, <laughs> fair now enough. it's a secret cool. forever. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, Oryx, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, wait. Oh, hey. how old? 30, 30 what now? 38. There you go. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I'm Oryx, I'm 30, and uh, I live in Atlantic, Canada. Uh, my psychedelic, psychedelic experiences have been uh, just with mushrooms so far, but that'll expand at some point. <laughs> and uh, yeah, happy to be here with you guys to uh, chat, and uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, Shaboy is with us. Uh, see if he'll pop in and say hello. Yeah, he'll pop in and say hello in a bit. That's all right. He is cooking right now. So, Spyro, introduce yourself. Say hi. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Spyro. Uh, or Michael. But Spyro seems to fit nice. Um, You know... I'm I'm just gonna mirror what you guys are saying. I'm here. I feel like I finally found my community. I I think it's probably been made abundantly clear that I don't have much uh, online community experience. But uh, this year, I guess it's been it's got to be six months of feeling quite at home. And uh, I uh, I don't speak up much about what my experiences are. I don't mean to. Uh, really portraying myself in any specific way, I guess. I'm just trying to find, you know, my people and who I am. And we've all got very similar, wonderful stories. And um, I'm, like, just loving it. I, 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 every time, every week, there's just more coming out of here. And I hope to be able to be more productive in the near future and give back a bit more than I've been able to take. But, uh, you know... There's a lot of love here, and I enjoy it, and I'm really glad to be part of it. You guys are also oh, really yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I I can echo that same thing, that every time I start chatting with another individual member, member on, like, a one-on-one -on -one level, it's like, holy shit, how much do we have in common? Like, yeah, how many weird. things are we going to have in common? It, it just blows my mind every time. Because I... Yeah. I, I, I meet people on a daily basis. I'm around people constantly, and everyone on them, like, what earth are you from? I know. Like <laughs> but then to find, like, a community like this where it's like everybody's like, wait, what? You said what? Yeah. You, you yep. can say the same weird phrases as me. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So love and finding you cool. guys. And then we also have Third Eye Vibe. Hello, uh, 29 Georgia, stick to the same thing, kind of, um, echo the same sentiments, this is kind of my, becoming my happy place, I guess you could say, for me, everything else kind of in the closet as far as psychedelics, so, yeah, this is kind of my way to reach out and connect with people. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what it's about, my, uh. My my psychedelic experience reaches a long way back. I'm when I was 18, I started going down that rabbit hole with all kinds of the different the different toys. But uh, only mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, I found DMT, and it the message it keeps kicking me with over and over is just love and connection. 
love and connection. Love and connection. Beauty. And then, yeah, right. and then I. Then I act up and it kicks my ass and says, love and connection, love and connection. So I, uh, I love hearing people people looking for that because it turns out that's what we're all looking for. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Luke, is Luke in here to say hello? Pop in if you are. I am here. Uh, all right. Guys. Real good. <laughs> so we were just going down doing a... Uh, that's fine. We're just doing okay. some introductions, so uh, tell just your little blurb about yourself, you know? Well, I think I can go last, because I've already kind of... You are last. Last episode. We've done it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, then. Um, um, I'm, I'm in here. Oh. Ah. Snap, shaboy. Go ahead. <laughs> get, no, no, go, you go, Luke. I'll, I'll... I insist. Okay, okay. So I'm I'm just here. Um uh I'm yeah. Um I I'm fifty two, so I think I'm the grandpa of the group. I'm quite comfortable with that that position. <laughs> uh I live in Japan. I lived here for about I live here for I lived here for about thirty years. Um but I'm uh, That doesn't sound like a Japanese accent to me. No, no, I'm not very Japanese. No, not not yet. Give, maybe next year. Maybe next year. I've got. Um, yeah, I'm Australian. I'm Australian, so don't hold that against me. Right on. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm from New Jersey, man, so I got you beat. <laughs> okay, so I, I just want to say, um, great. I mean, DMT world is is fantastic. I think it's the cutting edge. I think we're the hate Ashbury of the of the 21st century. We're we're making Fuck things yeah. happen. Yeah. Um. You guys, everyone's just doing their shit, and it's 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 adventure at the highest level. And I, I'm so happy to just be a part of it. And and the support. I don't think I would have the, the acceleration in my journey. Uh, the catalyst has definitely been. De- yeah, I, I to, can say to do stuff. Yeah, community, community is so important. It is. Thanks, guys. Oh yeah, thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Okay, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mute off and get back to getting ready. What are you cooking? I'm cooking a chick a chickpea curry. We have three um, oh. inter interstate guests coming for uh, a weekend retreat. So oh. I've got to I've got to I'm on the I'm under the pump and I'm gonna be. I think I'll order chana masala immediately. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, it's a, it's a set menu today, so sorry for that. There's no. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Okay. I'll be I'll be listening. Along. Yeah, I'll be uh, listening along. I might I might pipe it pipe in every now and again. We look forward to it. Right on. Okay. Nice to meet Great, you. Great, guys. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Nice to meet, nice to meet you all. Likewise. So that is our crew. That is the Motley crew we're running with. Luke uh, disappeared on us again, it looks like, but he'll be back. Uh, I feel like so. uh, I, I feel like I didn't I didn't psychedelically qualify. I didn't like say ah. anything. <laughs> like, I, I have a, I have far-reaching experience as well. Yeah, far-reaching experience. I, I encountered DMT in the early '90s for a minute, not enough. And then again in like oh two or six, and again not enough. And then very recently in the last six months or so, I had well in the last eight months or so, I, I actually 
somebody specifically asked about this. How did it come? I didn't want to type it, but I'll just say to you guys, I put it, it was an, it was a supposed about like um, uh, the laws of attraction, and and if you could put, like just give a good example, and I very specifically asked for DMT in my world because I had hit a wall, and I got a link from a buddy that found this app, and he didn't even know what it was, and so it took about ten minutes. Uh, for me to feel like, huh, this is it. And then, and I mean, this is, these are the people, this is happening. And I could see it, you know, very clearly, but that's how this, this entered my life. And then the momentum that was needed to, to, you know, push my journey further and open up, you know, all the, all the doors that I needed to work on and et cetera. All the things, not nearly enough time for to cover in an introduction, but that was the last six months or so have been like a, a, a like a, an an emergence for me with that all. It's been just pretty fucking like really really beyond words, just phenomenal. I mean the whole that this is happening, that we all all of us extend out into the community, that we're each in physically like spreading yeah. our spores like i could see the whole thing like a map it's beautiful yeah anyway. yeah freaking awesome all around the world i mean i affect people all day long these... yeah right i mean i mean just loving them and it's like I, I i don't i don't make much money i don't have a complicated job but i get to make like an old lady happy or something you know and it's just, right that's great it's just a I wish there was a yeah. map of all of kind of like where we, which is I'm developing in my mind of kind of like where oh, we are and what our hobbies are and sort of Heck like yeah. the way that, the way that this, because it's like a mycelial form. I mean, we're just growing. It's just, on, it's just taken to the fruit bodies, which I, in my opinion, it would be us. And we're just on our way out with it. Yeah. That would be kind of cool to have like a sports. map. Yeah. I like the, I like the map thing. I'm actually part of another yeah. community called Precious Plastic and it's a bunch of plastic recyclers. And uh-huh. they uh, they have a map. It's like a community map of all the different workshops of all the different people doing different recycling projects. Ooh. And the map is so cool. It, it's like it's one a normal of the coolest network. things about the community. It's like being able to visually yes. see the community. Right. It is awesome. That's yep. a great idea. That's, I love it. And I, I mean, precious I feel plastic? it though. Like you, they, yeah, that sounds cool. Anyway, precious plastic. Yeah, check them out. That's very cool. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole on this recording, but uh, yeah, check out Precious Plastic. That's a freaking awesome community. So let's get to the point here and uh, start our discussion. (laughs) So we're we're tasked with uh, discussing The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, who is one of my personal heroes. And uh, that book, it was definitely essential in the changes I've made in my life. So uh, I'm I'm more curious to hear about other people's experience uh, than I am to talk about my own. But uh, my own experience, I came across that book probably a month after my first DMT experience. And at that point, my mind was super open and ready to figure some shit out and dig deep into mm-hmm. what was going wrong in my head and the dark place I'd put myself. So uh, that book just, it was like truth pouring out at me that I couldn't turn off. And and it just, it spoke to me in a way no book has since. 
I was a tiny kid reading the Bible. Like it was that <laughs> that level of like truth hit me. And at the I point when I was that. young reading that Bible, you know, that was truth to me. And I, you know, eventually learned different information that made me have to reevaluate. But and perhaps that could happen with the four agreements. But at at, at that point reading it, it was just like, wow, this is like truth just being poured on me. So uh, I started applying the agreements quickly. And then I started reading the book to my kids at night. And then we went through all of Don Miguel Ruiz's books, reading them out loud at night and reading them aloud, like speaking those words, especially to my children was like so powerful. Like I'm happy to hear you do that. Yeah. Yeah, It it felt so good. And my kids now like, We'll be like, hey, can we read some? And that's the book they mm. grab. Like, that's so great. That. They really love the fifth agreement. They're big fans, which I am too. But the four agreements is just, it was pivotal in my life. Like, I, I could probably put a pin in a, on a calendar and be like, this is the day that I, I could trace it back to that book. So for me, this is a really powerful book, which is why I wanted it to be the first one of the podcast series. So that doesn't sound that it that didn't sound like it affected you your life much. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, it was kind of <laughs> just a book, you know. Just a book. Know. White Fang is pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear you guys uh just just your initial take on it. Uh and then we'll get into the actual agreements and talk about them. But initial takes, anybody whoever wants to chime in first, go ahead. Hmm. I will tell, I'll jump in and just tell you guys that I'm doing a thing that's a little bit weird with this, which I guess you may have come to expect, but I am not, I've never read the book. It was given to me about four years ago and I looked through the book and I read the agreements and immediately I was like, well, that's intrinsically correct. So what? Right. And I had the really shitty attitude. I just entered into something to help me out with that attitude, some type of therapy. So what I realized, though, when I looked at it, I was like, this is what I'm already learning. This is like, I'm down with this instantly. I'm like, okay, I got it. But I was really too messed up to, like, bother to read the book. So when it popped back up in DW, I'm like, really? (sighs) So I looked at it. And when Luke and I were sort of talking, uh, I said something about my skills being rusty and then mentioned what the skills were and then he said he just immediately sent me a picture of the four agreements and i'm like yeah i know so that's that's what i'm saying so he's like why don't you be part of the conversation like well i don't know what the hell i never read the book and i'm not gonna right now i can't and my head will explode i just i'm doing too much so he's like well just talk just listen or whatever so here i am just sort of superimposing you know my my thing with what i which if they're drawn from the same pool of wisdom it's just that one is Toltec and one is Zen uh, it's just the Zen slash true science that's already been tested so when I saw the storybook I couldn't see it in story format my head was too fucked up I needed I needed facts and I needed science and then I needed the, the Zen to tie it together and so that's what I found in something else and it's just the parallels are so blatant and it's just so clearly drawn from the same 
pool of wisdom. Oh, from, I don't know gonna, where they come from. You're going to love the book. <laughs> right on. I mean, I know. I mean, it's like I could just feel when it when I looked it, at it. Like the things that you're saying now are going to just click and be like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I see. That's how I felt. That's exactly when I what he up. speaks to. It's exactly and, what he and, speaks to is that it, this isn't like some some ancient wisdom that's hard to find. This is just like innate knowledge that we just have to tap into. This is just like well, a way of living like, that we don't do anymore, but we can. We just have to do it. But it's right. not like some hidden secret that you have to sit in a, a cave and study for years to learn. No, you just have to listen and say, and, oh, shit, that's true. And then apply. And it's emerging <laughs> further, right? Yeah, like so, it's exactly. it's grown. So coming forward, right, when no I sat down, yes. And when someone sat down and sat me down with a, uh, like when AA and all that stuff completely failed me, I had too many questions. I had too much. I needed to understand what's up with my brain. Why do I think this way? Why does my heart feel this way? And there's no actual answers. But then there are answers. Yeah. And then there's answers, and then they can go a step further and go, look, we clinically figured this out, so that we could with confidence hand it to you. And that's why I'm super interested in what this is, because I, I just love looking at parallels and how, you know, there's like intrinsic wisdoms that everybody kind of comes pre-packed with, but we just, we refuse to look at our feet for the answer. We just have yeah. to always shoot for the stars. And it's like, no, 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 start here first, because you probably already yeah. know the answer. But yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Other so I'm weirdly observing. Gonna... Awesome. That, what you just said is, is scary how I'm the same way. I'm pretty sure this book was recommended to me years ago by somebody. I was battling with drinking issues, never went to AA. Um, luckily, was able to, to get over it on my own without seriously messing up or anything like that. But um, anyway, Lobo. I'm pretty sure I bought the book and then just never read the thing you know mm -hmm. oh, great you know this is another i googled how to fix myself and this was at the top of the list and <laughs> yeah just never put any effort into it but um but it's crazy reading through this and the parallels between this because i'm the same way i search for those how everything you know is just kind of all the same and just reworded different rehash so on and so forth mm -hmm. I've been stuck at looking at history now, getting lost and all that, enjoying it. Mm. And then I come across this and, and it starts, it made a couple of Bible references, just kind of scattered thoughts, but all kind of lessons that I took from my first psychedelic experience that was mm -hmm. huge. And just listening to some of that going, shit, that's what I learned then excuse my language but uh mm -hmm. that's what i learned then and and then now yeah. i'm sitting here a year and a half later reading this book and this guy's describing the exact same thing <laughs> my yeah. ass mm -hmm. so yeah it was it was pretty crazy to read i, I definitely enjoyed it it's awesome mm. it's awesome i wish somebody would have gave me the book and i would have just set it on a shelf just so i could have this <laughs> Dude, I was a knucklehead, man. I, I had to I had to find my own way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> no, take I, advice. <laughs> I think that's one thing that is a very common experience of, of DMT users specifically is for for somebody to need a substance that kicks you that fucking hard, you have to be yeah. a stubborn fucking mule. And I yeah. am that mule for sure. Like I gotta be kicked and drugged. Absolute and, submission. 
Absolute <laughs> submission. Yeah, it exactly. was. Like, yeah, after was like, straight, oh, I might follow you. Yeah. No, no, I'm not following you until you drag me. So yep. I, I think that's interesting. Um, <laughs> so others, take on the book. What did you think? Sure, I'll go. Um, I really, really enjoyed the book overall. Um, I saw a T-Rex going around and recommended it to a ton of people on the site. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, I already know I want to read The Fifth Agreement. Um, haven't ordered it yet, but I'm going to do that soon. Um, yeah, I just, I love the entire premise that it's built on, which is essentially, you know, achieving sustainable inner peace. Like, who doesn't want that? Um, I feel like... <laughs> The four agreements just provide a really transformative way to go through life if you're able to actually stick to them. Like I right. started getting in, um, into meditation a lot more about six months ago now, and that's already been really life changing. And I felt like this book went hand in hand really nicely with some of my practices as well. Like you all said, there are a lot of parallels across this, and it's just super intuitive stuff. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed right. it, and I'm looking forward to talking about it with all you guys. Cool. Yeah. So the 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 reason I love being able to like gush about this book and share it with everyone is just because it is such like an easy, quick read and it parallels to so many life experiences. Like everybody can get something out of Like my, my fundamentalist Baptist mother can get a great lesson out of this book. And my, <laughs> my Satanist best friend can also get something out of this book. And they're both going to like be able to get something that helps them grow on the path that they're on. You know, it's not like, yes. oh, leave your path and join this one. No, you can take something from this path and put it on yours. Which is just, yes. it, it makes it such an easy and accessible book. So that's a that's a great thing about it. It doesn't matter what the religion or background or whatever, anybody can take something from it. That's kind of. Right. Started pushing exactly. it heavily myself too. <laughs> right. It's so accessible. It's easy to like. Like before, I, there's plenty of books that I would recommend a zillion. The Reboot Gita, but I'm not going to recommend the Reboot Gita to my fundamental mother because she's not going to read it. She's going to be like, "Oh, this is Hindu woo woo," you know. And it's like, no, it's really just a really good book that tells you what you are. So you might want to read it, but I can't do that. But the Four Agreements, I can be like, "Hey, read this." pretty good <laughs> and i have like no guilt about it at all <laughs> right exactly so you know how it goes though people point. gotta want it <sighs> yeah no exactly and anybody can read it and not get anything out of it but if you yeah. want it it's there and it's really accessible that's so today, what i like about it a, a little while ago I was on my dad just getting annoyed with me oh we're losing you there spyro at least uh, I am. Yeah, yeah, he cut out. Yeah. Yeah, we lost you. Come back to us at some He's point. Um, so, um, yeah, Oryx, you having, uh, have you having... I was going in the meantime, I, uh, I got introduced to the book from Gunslinger, who... Uh, can anybody hear me, actually? You're popping in and out now, too. Yeah, and you're yeah. a little uh, quiet. I can see the greens lighting up for all you guys, but I can't hear you guys. Oh, somebody dropped. I'm going to try to. Uh, that was Spyro. All right, and Luke is with us. Sorry for Luke. those listening uh, that mm -hmm. aren't with us that are listening in the future. 
because we're oh, having there we some go. issues. But we will figure it out. There we go. I can hear you guys now. Awesome. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're coming through better. louder now. All right. Um, yeah, so I got my uh, introduction to the book from my friend Gunslinger, who uh, he, like, lives and breathes the four agreements and he just something he talked about with me before I even knew that it was from a book and after reading the book I'm like man this is <laughs> this is my friend do a T uh, everything that's talked about in it and honestly if people lived by the four agreements and just applied them every day the world would be a completely different place it's just oh man, everything would be so much. Easier. I would be a different yes. place. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. Everybody like. I wish I could follow though. the four agreements. I actually. Was to, <laughs> I was listening to Don Miguel uh, Ruiz Jr. the other day on a podcast, and he said, "I wish I could follow the four agreements." <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, "Wait, you are the four agreements. Like your family is the four agreements." And he was, but in it, he was talking about how like. This isn't like something that you eventually achieve. This is something you work on constantly. Like yeah, for you yeah. to not take things personally, you have to actively not take things personally. You can't just like throw that in the back of your head and it's like, oh, it's easy now. I don't take anything personally. Because no, that's not how the world works. You have no. to, you have to sit there fuming and then go, wait a minute, breathe, and then go, okay, let's not take this personally. And then you have to figure out how yeah. to do that. Yes. <laughs> and, and I have to do that every single time. Like, I I get super worked up, and I get super frustrated. And now these are the tools that I have that allow me to, like, <gasps> okay, nice this isn't the end of the world. Of, um, yeah, exactly. I, I never had those tools, and and. I have been given many different forms of tools, but none of them worked. And this one, this one works for me. That's why I like it. But, uh, Luke, are you with us? Kind of. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I was the opposite. I was always pissed off, and I'm finally learned to stop. Awesome. Awesome. It's so hard. It's, it's, it's a so relief. Hard. Yeah, it's so hard to not be pissed off about everything, but this, these, these steps help me. So impeccability with your word, that one. So I wish there was some easier way to say this, only because trying to explain this to a 10-year-old has been really, really hard. That is a big word mm. that she struggles with. So we have tried to discuss it as impeccability with your word when we when we define it we try it and just say sinless and i think that's how don miguel puts it in the book but somehow even though my kids have not been raised in the church they know what sin is at least they can make an idea of it and harming others or harming yourself and using your word to not do that has been how I've helped my kids understand. So I, for, I, I've always just, because I did this with my kids, it's like, for me, trying to describe the book goes back to like child language. And I would love to hear adults talk about it. So how do you guys think of impeccability of your work? 
Like, how do you, how do you, how would you describe that to someone who would never? I think, anybody? like, just for you, for you, like, for your kids, like, probably the easiest way would be almost, like, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it kind of thing, like, in that, like. Thumper. Sort of sense, Thumper's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure that's I from mean, the movie Bambi. You, you can completely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Bambi reference. <laughs> Unknowingly making Bambi references, um, but uh, it, it's it's right. Like people with your word, you have the power to completely change someone's life. So, I mean, use it for good. Right. I think also the the word isn't just about what you speak though but what you think is even more important because true true you act and it does. something that i've recently uh, been hit in the head with um although i've had the lesson plenty of times is to choose love instead of fear i feel like every decision every major decision comes down to that and and it applies to anything whether you choose something that's fearful and get angry or whether you choose love and decide to, you know, maybe give that person a hug or say something nice about their hair. I don't know. It's, it's a situation, but I think um, I think it applies everywhere. Definitely right there. Like, even you know, people who get you know, super angry or are just uh, rude to or, or whatnot, usually those are the people that need the most love, honestly. They've got some crap going on, so instead of... Uh, you know, mimicking it or getting angry yourself. Uh, try to project love on them, and a lot of times you get a good conversation anyways. And you can maybe help the person. And they right. probably don't have that many other people that are loving them. They're probably really hard to love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with my kids, with the impeccability of the word, we always tend to focus on, like, not doing harm with our words, you know, like that, because with kids, you know, they're constantly just saying whatever comes to mind. And usually that somehow hurts somebody, at least with my kids <laughs> and my experience. But there's another side to this, which is what you guys are talking about. And that's like using your word for good, you know, and trying to get a 10 year old to wrap their head around to that is a lot harder than trying to understand. Don't call people names. Don't tear people mm. down. Don't pick it, though. Mm -hmm. But there's a better part. You can go beyond just not hurting. You can actually, like, create and and inspire with your words, you know, love. You can, you can use your word to, like, build, you know. And I think that, for me, that's the more important part. I can easily just not hurt people with my words. Just biting my tongue and swallowing it is really easy. That's why I have, like, mental anguish, because I've, like, swallowed all this shit. But getting beyond that and actually building and inspiring and loving with my words, that is where, like, I have growth in this. Like, I've never really viewed what I say and how I interact with, like, building something. Uh, I've always just, you know, it's been whatever came out of my mouth. And I really like looking at this. How can I use my word to, like, inspire and create and love? build community and foster relationships like to me that's like what this is i need to like use the voice and knowledge that i have to just 
love and connect. I know I already said it. That's what they keep kicking my ass and telling me. Love and connect. Yeah, I, I really love that. I feel like, you know, since reading this book, I've been trying to make a point to when I when I think something good or I think I can, you know, contribute to somebody's energy, you know, give them give them something nice to hear or feel that I, I try to take the opportunity to do it now. Like, you know, if if I'm kind of observing some dynamic on DMT World, for instance, and I haven't really interacted with these people, but I really like their energy. I've been making a point to, you know, just let them know, like, hey, like, I really, you know, appreciate your take. I really, I really like your energy on here. I like seeing what you have to say. And I think just spreading positivity like that really can have an impact. Like, we just, we don't know the effect that our words have on people. And, you know, you can really make a difference in someone's day. You know, they might not be hearing that from anyone else that day. I think it's, you know, a very Absolutely. powerful thing you can do. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I find on DMT World, it's really easy to throw that positivity out there because mm-hmm. I get it right back and nobody's putting up any fight about it. And my struggle has been taking that to, like, my Facebook account and my <laughs> Insta account and throwing that, like, just blasting them with love, you know, blasting them with, like, every bit of positivity I can and then sitting there and, like, standing by it. You know, yes. on there, mm-hmm. not you get it thrown back in your face, <laughs> and you get like yep. thrown in the mud over it, and you're like, "Guess what? I love oh. you anyway." And I can't do shit about it because all I'm doing is loving yep. them. What are they gonna do? <laughs> I found um, I've it's been kind of difficult for me to apply it to my parents. I don't have you know a great relationship with them. I really struggle with it. And so I feel like I have been trying to apply this principle of, okay, well, when I have, you know, something really nice to say to them, I'm going to say it because that's going to, you know, help transform that relationship. And, you know, rather than reacting to something they say, I I think about my words first. I think about, you know, not taking things personally, which side note, I feel like these agreements go, you know, so hand in hand with each other. I feel like a lot of them apply in the same situation sometimes. It's pretty great. Um, but yeah, I, I found it really helpful in that regard. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Can't seem to hear anyone. Yeah. Did you hear me just talking there? Yeah, I did. And then I, then I got a weird message come through my audio i'm gonna pause the recording if anybody can hear me and we'll restart here in just a minute something just happened and i don't know what it was awesome we'll be right back sounds good I've been trying to mute myself because I know there's been planes flying over and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> trying to catch them as they go by, but I'm not, I know I'm missing them some. Are you talking about a book club? Oh, hello. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, I didn't no, no, realize no. it was yeah. loud. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep it's talking. Important, <laughs> but, um, no, it's like recording. a book to specifically discuss. That's, I think, where you were headed. It's- it's definitely important. And the it's answer was important. yes, I am, sir. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why I wanted to no, record I was it. Talking about the little tangent I was on. I but we're recording, so I'm good with getting to the book. I'd mentioned I had something to add to it. Right on. Well, no, I mean like you uh you said 
that you thought it was important. Uh, I said that I thought it was important be because. Uh, sorry, I started recording while you were talking because I wanted to catch it. But I messed it up instead. I was off on whatever. Yeah, I know it's my fault. Not a big. I remember. I didn't realize that it was going to make an announcement. I'm sorry. Getting to the book. That's fine. I'm a noob. Well then, how about you jump uh, yeah, in? What, what so do you say? You, you had something to contribute. Talking, um, I didn't really write specific to each <clears throat> agreement, but I kind of jotted down different concepts that I liked or thought I needed to work on or different things like that. So mm -hmm. we, were, <clears throat> we were talking about being impeccable, and one that came to mind is uh, uh, the concept of perfect and really looking at everything that way changing your perception of everything because we're so trained to just see things as as being flawed for whatever reason um but this yeah. really spoke about somebody that maybe say missing a limb or or whatever you know we would immediately say they're flawed for that reason we're taught mm -hmm. that way from the beginning pretty much <laughs> but there's no reason not to say they're perfect in their own right uh, I think yeah. he always described it as everybody's their own artist. <clears throat> you know, there's no reason to judge them, think any different because of that, uh, even if they're sick. And this, to me, was a weird way to think of it. But even if somebody is sick with a virus, we say they're sick, but <clears throat> they are still perfect. That virus in its own right is perfect. So just trying to think that way about everything and not trying to, to see flaws for any possible reason um, and kind of that concept of impeccable. And the funniest part sense. is... Mm. Yeah. The funniest part is that usually whenever you are able to accept um, the negative things and kind of like just... Uh, move through it feel it don't don't suppress it feel it find out why you feel that way usually you can come to an understanding and and sometimes that'll even sometimes help bodily dude um, that's work, that's not know? even not even a joke um that immune system that, <laughs> that synchronicity is imperative if, if we have running around what we have now with all our sick kids and messed up everybody all the high blood pressure and everything in between Complete dysregulation from the mind-body. It's, it's so important what we think and feel. And I think getting our, ads, our, our asses in gear with this sort of an attitude is, is, is health-promoting without question. I mean, I'm, what? Yeah. Heads and asses. Oh yeah, I thought you said. I thought you, and yeah, acid. no, absolutely. I thought you said <laughs> and, and acids. So I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I, I am having stomach issues. <laughs> I went through, we don't need to talk about that. Going through the medicines and all that. That's appropriate. It's it took me having to kind of restart life completely. I have appreciation for everything again to move past that. I got diagnosed with IBS because they ran out of things to call it. <laughs> That's all that is. Yeah. Who, who yeah, doesn't? Yeah, they tested me for everything <laughs> in, the, in the world, but it took me dropping 70 pounds and fixing my diet. It wasn't any medication. They had stuff, <laughs> you know, these special things you had to have mailed in and called in this, that, and the other. And, you know, you're chasing this, this cure and not really basically being passive. 
so it took really getting active for me to fix all that. So again, speaking to perfection or impeccable even that that yeah, you gotta be hands on. I'm I'm thinking about radical acceptance when we were talking about this before. So I'm just mirror and try I'm I inevitably mirror because I'm so like I'm like DBT hardwired. So what I hear uh, hmm? quit drinking, right? So I mean uh, me, well, me, I've quit drinking several drinking. times. Which time do you mean? Well, for me, I was <laughs> luckily a one and done. Yeah, this morning. No, please this God, morning. No. Those days are long fucking gone. Thank God. <laughs> But part of that yeah. for both of us was accepting that, you know, and being able. I mean, oh, even bro. Now, for me, yeah. it's easy to talk about. Kidding? Before it was, that was a tough. Don't, don't, don't bring it up, you know. But now it's fine. It was part of my life, but no problem. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, it took a while to to learn that appreciation. So there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think I've really opened up, especially online. I mean, it's harder to, for some people in person, they just, they don't seem to care. But, um, you know, you just hope if you put it out there, uh, I was talking to Shaboy earlier, um, put it out there and, and somebody laughs at it, they cry, whatever, they, hopefully they take something from it, you know, all you can ask for, I guess. Mm. You'd be surprised how many people read something just on, like, even on DMT World, you hear people's experiences and whatnot, and they might not say anything, but it's kind of like, oh, man, it's kind of nice to know. It's, yeah. like it's really hard to respond to those types of things. You know, how they cope it's like, uh, well. you know, you see these, like, really massive, like, it's not a trifling. It is. This, this topic is just so heavy, and when when you know, identify with someone or if like when I, for instance, in my experience, I have a, I have a more difficult time. I still, even when I just jump in on the feed in DW, I still feel like I'm in the mall, like when I'm 14 and I am terribly uncomfortable. So I tend to probably, I mean, I, I behave antisocially still. I tried not to, that's on my list of things that I kind of need to not do, but that's also, it's weirdly how I express my love. Like I do a thing and then I know that you're going to think the thing I want you to think. That's what I think in my head. And it doesn't really work that way. And, you are and, not alone in that. Huh? Yeah, so no, I know. It definitely talks about that, that in the book. Thought. Um, about Thinking four or five steps ahead. That's, yeah. Uh, look, I know it. <laughs> I know. I, wait, what are you say? What are those words? You got to what? Did you say unlearn? Uh. No, definitely, but I don't think I said it. But uh, no, what, what, what? You got a blank? What on that? I just couldn't understand it. Like, lean on that? Did you say? I, I, again, I, I don't even remember what you're referring to now. Yeah, me neither. Who gives a fuck? Move on. I think uh, we've yeah. all had our intoxicants. I'm for the like, not, you know what? I'm <laughs> circling the bowl here. I've been, I've been like, oh, it's time to puff. It's time to puff. It's time to puff. And every time I go sit down, I stand back up. I've had like three uh, no, sips of earlier, my drink. So yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what I said now. No, I'm still in. Just got home from work mode, standing in the kitchen like a weirdo. <laughs> no, it's I know Friday I night. I'm shut down. <laughs> Talks. In the book, it does talk about 
<laughs> it does uh, talk about unlearning a lot of the things that we've learned in life in the book, actually, like just how much stuff is just, oh, yeah. uh, oh what is it, like ingrained in our brains that's just taught from, just passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down, but it's just, yeah, I think it's kind of it's kind of ruining, ruining us a little bit as a society, like we don't, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like other things we're taught and how we act with things and we're afraid to do anything. Mm-hmm. Most of it's subconscious. It's wired in. You know, it's societally I mean, and also ourselves. I think just, yeah. yeah. And also I think we, it's a protective mechanism because of all, yeah, a lot of us, wired, we come yeah. up with, there's reasons for all the behaviors. There's all a reason for all of it. Every little thing goes back to some, some little jewel that's buried in your mind somewhere. It's making you do a thing that's less desirable or effective. Um, I I believe it's like 90% of um, the thoughts and actions that you have are made subconsciously. So like you've done it so many times that your brain is just like, oh, I know this. And uh, so when you're in your, when you're thinking, you are acting with the subconscious. Your body is doing, is, is mm-hmm. like on autopilot. And it's funny because we do this all the time, um, but we don't notice it because we're thinking, and that's the whole reason why we don't notice it. And so you, yeah, usually whenever you're doing something that, like when you get upset and you're triggered, you you go into your thoughts and you become, uh, you act from the subconscious, which is uh, mostly... Uh, learned between the ages one and seven. Yeah. Was, that was in the book, too, about just, like, the uh, a true human being, like, around two years old, two to maybe four, where uh, they're just... Mm. That's the age they're Earlier, um, uh, Luke, you said, some, you said something... Uh, I think it was Luke, maybe not, about... Who doesn't matter? It was... About how I was only I was listening, and we're like, well, how do we get these things? How do you? So one of from from way back then, I was thinking about uh, in with me because I'm a particularly hard case. Like it's, I've come a very, 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 very long way, and me for me to even be able to say that while actually patting myself on the back is like gold. But like part of that, and I know I still act a fool, and I I know I'm harsh, and I do a little tough love thing, but practicing and I mean I know how silly it sounds but like having a diary card was imperative for me and it had on it traits that I just didn't desire things that hurt other people no it's it sounds I mean it sounds silly the words diary card and and I rejected again I railed against that no I understand when you're pissed off and you're like on the edge of a building you don't want to hear nothing about jotting down your every little all day so to me that was like um, an imposition i thought it was yeah no way it was an inc- we lost them yeah it looks like he dropped yeah i keep having to like yeah i keep having to duck out myself because mm, i don't know it's he, funny while he was talking my up. train of thought kind of came back to me and I got lost, so he was talking about how, you know, you get three or four thoughts ahead, and that's why I lost my train of thought, because he had started talking about being socially awkward, that kind of stuff, and 
I struggle with that on, on DMT world a little bit. Like my trip reports, I feel like are super intense and I try to reel it in a little bit on my normal interactions at the same time while trying to, you know, preach a good message. So I was already kind of, and I've now caught myself was kind of critiquing myself and was lost in that and completely forgotten, you know, where I was at. So just funny how I caught myself in that. I don't know if anybody else has moments like that, but I'll, I'd, I've tried to become more aware of things when I do that a lot. It's, it's helped, but it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like I have to make a conscious point to like pay like very close attention to what you know people are saying and really listen to them. And you know, it's like it's, it's yeah, so hard yeah. to reel in your mind sometimes; just keeps <laughs> running. But it's an, it's a work in progress. <laughs> I get distracted a lot too. Like being being present is difficult sometimes. We have so much crap racing through our brain. Well, from our sorry about that. I was railing on. Socially so awkward thing because I, I don't interact much. I work from home now, not having a car. I don't, you know, you don't get out much. So <laughs> it sucks sometimes, but. I can relate. I work from home too, and you know, I work from home with my husband, and we just see each other for like days on end. We don't yeah, even I see another human. It's it it's a little weird. It's isolating. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it can for sure. But anyway, crazy. yeah, like I said, and this is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of person is that? Well, that was a new one. Yeah. So. I'm, yes, it sounds like I'm, you're outside. Uh, Are you mowing the lawn? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm right on, right on. The Wi-Fi, because the work Wi-Fi went out, so I don't need to be there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's interesting. I've not uh, ever worked from home and been much isolated. I think I would go insane. I uh yeah, I'm I like you. work around thousands of people all the time and like Ooh. and I live in the middle of oh, nowhere in Vermont so I can get solitude if I want it but I usually don't like I usually want the company of people even if I'm not like enjoying their company just having them around makes me feel less <laughs> crazy yeah so I I think I would struggle with that. That's I. Uh, wow. It was great wow. for like the first year, and you know we have a long oh, commute what? to get to our office. It's about an hour and a half um, on a good day, and so like our our company lets us work from home. We get more done that way. But it's yeah, we for the first year we're like, oh, this is so cool. Every night feels like a weekend night, and then like a we <laughs> a year went by, and we were like. Wait, we haven't like heard anyone else's voice in like a week. <laughs> so we had to make a point to, you know, interact with people, like get together with the people we, you know, do have in our lives. And it's it's just more of an effort. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic, but working from home does have its yeah, benefits too. too so I'm not complaining too much. Super cool. Nice. Yeah. I work in the same building that I live in, but that's not really relevant. <laughs> I've actually done that quite a bit until like 
currently my current house where I live now is like the first time I've separated myself from work in decades because I always worked where I live <laughs> and now I have like this 45 minutes between the two and I uh, I love it because I get this like <laughs> time to myself in the car and like just get to chill and read listen to books and listen to podcasts and I I really like it I would drive myself insane. <laughs> I'm just like picturing myself I tried, all the time. Ah! I tried to, uh, <laughs> I guess, keep, how do I word this? I try to uh, always, not like I'm always working, but I, I feel like I'm always doing work. And sometimes it's like physical work and sometimes it's uh, inner work. Um, and I know we're talking about uh, work, work, like uh, financial uh, necessities. Oh, let's um, segue back. Come on, bring it but on. But I guess I'm just super ADD. <laughs> I'm super ADD. <laughs> and I'm trying to, I guess my, my brain is like connecting everything, even if they're... I don't even bother saying it anymore. When I went to my doctor to find out about my attention stuff, he said what I had was called the ring of fire. I was like, okay, <laughs> gotcha. It's like every kind of ADD. What? Yeah, no, it, yeah, no. My, well, of course, my, my prescribing doctor was chomping thirties, like clearly all day long. But they were like, I remember him being like, "You need to take ADD medication. You can either t continue suffering or you can take the pills." That led to twelve long years of Adderall love. Well, it was a while back. But yeah, the ADD seems to be a common thread. It's just yeah. unfortunate that's what it's been pathologized at because it's not that. Typically, I think it's just that we have very active, thirsty fucking minds and we're capable of doing a lot of things at once. And society doesn't really like that too much, usually. I think it's a, an uh, evolution, almost an evolution of the mind. And and the, the older generations are like, man, we got to get mm -hmm. these guys in line and get them acting like us. But we don't act like them, and even know, when we take right. Adderall, well, we just do it faster and think it's really um, fucking boss. Yeah, just, right. Just doing or it more efficiently. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what I think about mine. Is like I, this doesn't make me any less crazy. It just means I'm really good. Exactly. <laughs> a uh, documentary on Netflix about Adderall, no. and I was like, the whole thing is like, you're yeah. By the way, I um, want to try this, and at the end, it's kind of like, oh, but they were like, taking doses way too, way. <laughs> too high. Their doctors would prescribe them thirty milligrams. And... Yeah. Oh, oh damn. You're cutting out a little bit there. Just pass me that. Oh no, like keep, you're back. Keep going. <laughs> but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. I'm pacing, yeah. so I think I walked away yes. from the router. <laughs> Let me just sit down. Yeah. Sit beside mm -hmm. the router. <laughs> I mean, I have no clue what I was going to say at this no. point, so... Uh, what's the third agreement? Yeah, what agreement are we talking yes. about? Right, <laughs> let's get back to the book here a little bit. <laughs> Let's see. We were Yes it did. That the just ADD happened. Rant. I've been doing ADD rant. <laughs> uh, do we all have ADD on the call? Wrong, because dude. I think we do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've undiagnosed yeah. ADD. I'm juggling fire sticks. I it, but I don't take meds, so <laughs> <Just> little. <kidding. laughs> 
So yeah, I'm, what agreement are we on? I think we had just agreed to go to a diner. To three. Uh, we kind of talked about two. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we should all chill. It's too bad we're far away from each other. Get rid of this phone. Yeah, it would be nice to have a diner. That Albert was talking about Me too. I'm reality. so That's on that. Freaking awesome. Yeah, I've been playing with that a bunch lately, and me and my brother and a couple other friends, we've literally been able to, like, hang out in the same room in VR, different worlds apart, and there's there's something cool about it, it's just something weird about it. Like, yeah, is there an avatar? Body, you know, like, really there, not doesn't even look like them, but just having... But just having that avatar taking up 3D space, like, in the room with you, it's cool. Like, I've hung out with my brother. Can you just sit there and be bored? Play games and, like, watch movies together. That is so cool. Yeah, you can just (laughs) sit around next to each other and do nothing. Like, it's it's really cool. (laughs) I I really enjoyed it because I... I haven't had a relationship with my brother hey. in like a decade. Well, if you could get a thousand dollars a head for each of us somehow out of out of the internet, then awesome. everything would be fine. Maybe we could get a government grant yeah, right. as a group home slash church. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what Rex was saying is, I think a, a good segue because. It's an exception to the third agreement, don't make assumptions. But in order to be in a virtual reality, you have to make an assumption. An assumption oh. that there's a, someone else on the other side yeah, of this. Yeah, well, assuming that avatar. our senses... Yes, we don't have make to assumptions assume our senses pretty hard, are correct. Though. And that's like the very, like really, like you can't even get yeah, out well, of your body and register light or sound until you've made an assumption that you're understanding how that's being perceived i don't really think they mean it quite that insanely literally but at the same time to be open right. on that level is probably very important no yeah for sure re- re- right. it's always subject to change there's it's, even if it's not a bad assumption yeah. it's a good thing Just it's harder that you're doing it yeah so the making assumptions for me is always a hard one, and still making assumptions. That's my wheelhouse. Go hand in hand in every in every single instance that I like am pissed at someone or myself. If I look at my assumptions mm-hmm. and how I've taken shit, all your suffering, right that's there. That's like ninety nine point nine percent of all my suffering. They're those two. Yep. Same. Like it's it's ridiculous how much those two things hand in hand they always go together i've always taken something personally because i made an assumption well you got to gather facts and those two things kick my ass every time and just knowing to say to myself like okay i'm doing this and i'm doing this and this is why i'm unhappy and whether or not i want Mm. to change somebody else i'm unhappy yeah right it seems so clear so I need to stop doing right. it. <laughs> and I can even I think pull one of the- my head out of my ass. But it, it takes me <laughs> stopping and saying that. Like, I have to talk to myself 
and remind myself, hey, jackass, you're taking shit. If you could do that non judgmentally, you would be going happy. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, for no, sure. No. I mean, I, yeah, right. Like the self-hate words are motivational to me at this point, and they're just when I'm calm and I, I think and I hear myself talk to myself. When I know I'm, when I'm a bit more healthy, I catch it. I'll catch it, and I can hear myself insulting. And you know, I started thinking of it as like, okay, well, this is this is the best version of me that I've got right now. And this this page of the multiverse, this is what we got. So when I speak that way to myself, I'm just like pissing on the toes of my brother. That's me just a page over waiting to be the best me that he can be. And I'm like, I'm really like taking the wind right out of the sails. Like before we even get going by, uh, by speaking that way towards, you know, yourself. Yeah, the, my, my inner voices, I've learned to give them names, and they're each, you know, part of me, just like Fucking all Steve. Like, <laughs> Sorry. they're part of me, each one of those little voices. And by giving them a name, <laughs> like, yeah, no, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, friend, back off. You know, like, I can, like, I can rein those parts of myself in a little better, you know, and be like, hey, yeah, jackass, like, you know, like... It just gives me that space to catch, oh, that's that part of me that exists. And yeah, like hurt. before you hurt right someone. now, it's not the time that I need. Yeah. So, hey, Frank, I'll get back to you later. Yep. Exactly. I so usually, when I yeah. hurt someone, I'm hurting myself every time. That's an interesting like approach. Yeah. Hurting, sure. If I could go around hurting yep. other people and feel good about it, I'd probably Pretty good at it. And I'd have no problem doing it. I'd be the biggest jackass on earth. But yes. I can't. Like, every time right. I hurt somebody, it hurts me. So mm-hmm. why the fuck am I doing that? That sounds yes. like a good lighthearted approach. So, like, I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> to, uh, touch on... Well, yeah, you, you gotta... Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just to touch on making hard. assumptions. I think one of the... Oh. Sorry, you cut out a bit. No, go. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, one of the, the biggest things we do, just to touch on making things, is we assume uh, that other people know what we want yes. as well. And I feel like we get upset when people don't do things the way maybe we would do them, but we don't actually express yeah. uh, this is a big one. we want a lot. And then we're disappointed, especially in, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. Especially in relationships, we're like, oh, why is this person not doing this? Like, they should know already, but sometimes just a little communication is key. So that's one of the biggest things about making assumptions is that uh, we assume yeah. everyone's going to do the things we want to or how we want yes. to. Yes, no one knows that. No one knows, that. No one knows what don't. you were <laughs> thinking, except you. Yeah, it's like that's a real weird thing about thoughts is uh, at best a couple yeah, other exactly. people are going to be able to psychically violate you and know what you're actually thinking, but that's on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We get so upset with people. Like it's, I find just you know, thirty years old now. I've had a few relationships myself and seen other people's relationships and people tend to get mad at each other for things they just don't yeah right and if that other person was able to to (laughs) non-judgmentally observe the other person's uh, actions and the ramifications of it 
they would be able to have probably a peaceful conversation that led right back to the root of whatever the heck it was and then like go ahead and resolve it and i think that's why when psychedelic we talk about this stuff and we're psychedelic people and we know that fast track it doesn't all it's not always there and it's something it's like We've taken it upon ourselves to take sacraments and hurdle ourselves through this thing that I think traditionally you kind of had to work up to or earn, you know, and we, I think, have in our own right. But we take this other avenue that's all of what we're talking about sometimes slammed into five or seven minutes. And that's that's a super big deal. And I think that it's. It gets complicated and it happens so quickly when we want to, we, we, we need to do things like have these conversations to like break it down. I mean, someone else might be able to like read through the book and I know this sounds kind of like funny, but I, or arrogant maybe, but I feel like when people are confronted with the experience immediately, rather than having to wait a lifetime or sort it out day to day, these things they impact us so greatly and it's so much to unpack um i mean i guess i'm just like saying you know i'm just saying like we we have a we as people that i know are psychedelic people i think have a different perspective on this type of a book i mean i mean we we talk about it in a way that i don't think would sound exactly the same with people that didn't maybe that were kind of you know i mean a lot of people are just pondering these sorts of ideas like they're just kicking them around we take them as like intrinsically correct that we've just accepted that it's just yeah they've not gotten there that it, it seems people don't say that but because of the experiences i've had like i feel those words like and I'll read plenty of books and I'll just read them. But this book like spoke a truth that like was physical. It like physically moved like Yeah. Moved it's interesting how that happens. And that's, I can that's relate to that. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't I can't ignore it. And it's interesting because I actually came to this book through psychedelic people. And it was through like Aubrey Marcus and Duncan Trussell. Mm-hmm. And their podcast had Don Miguel on at one point. Yeah. And I think that's how I originally heard about it. And they speak of it like we do, you know? And I, I don't know that I've ever heard a non-psychedelic. Well, my mom, my mom gave me this book because she knows me and she knows how I think. And she knows me probably better than anyone else. And she's also, she's totally, she's totally turned on. She's fucking right on. She, she ate acid. Uh, I remember she tells me a story of what cause she used to date the she used to date Danny Diaz from um, Steely Dan. So her times like she had some kind of really terrific LSD and mescaline. So she 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 gets it. She understands. She thinks a lot like we do very, very, very much. She's just, you know, she's an elder. And she when she gave me. Yeah, before you had to test it, when you just knew that it was just totally, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, and and, um, I think her, like she being um, an older person was able to like pick up what I was putting down in my in my shortcomings and in my wisdoms. And then she chose to give me this book because it, it fit. Of course, I rejected it because I was still stuck in 
absolute, I was mired in douche, but, um, you know, that was my healing process. And it wasn't, I wasn't ready for the book. The book is a big goddamn deal. I had to have the instruction manual that would prepare me to interface with something like that without doing it the way that I would historically do that would hurt me, which is like a whole other thing to get into. But yeah. So that actually uh, transitions us good to the fourth agreement. Do your best. Always mm-hmm. do your best. Sometimes your best sucks. <laughs> okay. Sometimes your best is And that's very okay. Good. And that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes that's what you got. And that is, oh, once man. again, that inner judge, man. I have a hard time. Like, I'm not Same. always doing my best, mm-hmm. you know? And guess what? I am. Or I wouldn't be doing anything. I'm doing my best, even though I hold myself to a much higher standard. People don't get it. They, in they, my life always did that. So and, and I'm sure, yes, it. and I'm sure you get the same thing, that people on the outside, so they're like, like, seriously, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would you ever yeah. be concerned about said points? Like, really? And this is burdened you for how long <laughs> it's like but i think we're tuned into different points like i mean right. something you know i don't care if my car is clean uh, you know or yeah. something i know that was a weird one but like we all we all have things that we kind of matter about and i'm uh, i'm more concerned with if i if if i really hurt someone's feelings today you know i it, that shit matters to me now it, it used to matter to me in a way that I didn't know how to express or understand. I'm, this has been a long journey for me. Like I've had a very long healing thing and doing your best is sometimes waking up and not hurting yourself that day or, or in whatever way that may be. If it's not, if it's not drinking a jug of booze, it might be actually wanting to, you know, like be done with it and yeah, doing your very best and it, it can be such a finite thing. I think it, it's like it can go. Anyway, I, 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 we, you know, wow. Okay, you never what? I'm gonna back out of this right now. Hand the mic. I just got. I started reading a thing. I'm like looking at doodles. So I really apologize. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to apologize at all. That's the whole point of this. I know. You see, the I, I mean, I'm aware of how funny that is. Yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> I'm doing that. I got. Well, I'm. I'm just saying, man. Don't feel bad. We're all listening. Right on. Right like, on. Well, this, this Trump's space. <laughs> just, just stop. Just uh, pass the, mm-hmm. <laughs> pass the whatever, because you've been. You know how, like, uh, sorry, I. Yeah, I meant the, the joint. Jeez, fellas, <laughs> like, I know, wasn't prepared to talk about that. You're telling a story, and, and you, you get it, and you're like, hey. So, hey. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you, you're holding it, and you're in a yeah. circle, and you're, you're telling a story. Yes. And, mm, I should probably hit this and pass it. I fucking wish <laughs> I had that my story. feeling anywhere <laughs> in so recent memory saying. at all. But yes, I do recall it somewhere down there by, like, dinosaurs but yeah it's been a while you guys all had like a smoke <laughs> yeah it'll happen i'm confident be nice I, uh, I don't know man someday. yeah someday some way i mean if we don't someday. 
Even well, right. Even I'm, if it's I'm, virtual, you know, I'm not. I, it's weird for me to not to not be opposed to something. I'd be like, well, fuck that. But I, I'm I'm down with it. <laughs> virtual yeah. THC. I think I almost would say. Uh, I played the uh, PS4 shoot 'em up, and, and it was amazing. goddamn amazing. <laughs> Just VR is like the coolest thing. Yeah, it's just it's. Yeah, no, I'm with it's it. It's the coolest thing. Ever. It's I'm not amazing. a skeptic, <laughs> it, but I can't put it on my face, and it's just it takes you somewhere else. Hey, you guys, so, I'm actually gonna duck out. There's a, um, it's there's... gonna be recording from my phone, I guess, though. So I'm gonna leave it. It sounds like a pretty reasonable place to bring it down. Does anybody have like a gem? Anyone got a gem? Any last? Damn it! I I interrupted, and you're gonna end it on that. I'm I'm horrible. I I. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've got. Right, right. I have one thing I wanted to uh, say. I just tuned hello? in. With, hello, it's our boy Jeff here. Can you um, hear me? Yeah, I we can hear you. In, I just tuned in. I just tuned into the part. Um, do yep. Yeah, yeah, I hear you all. Do your best. The the bit that hit me with yeah. that. Do your best. Yeah. Bit was for, it it opens the door to forgiveness. Because yeah. you realise, because you realise mm. everybody is just trying to do their best, yes. right? And 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 then and, and and that that was key. It was as simple as that. Well, if I'm trying to do my best and they're trying to do their best, how how can you right. down on no anybody? No kidding. Because they they they're, they're dealing with the they're dealing with the hand they were dealt, and they and they yes, that's their part. Yeah. The process, the part of the process they're in. Mm-hmm. Give them space. Everybody's got something. Yeah. Go. I was just going to yeah. say, doing your best can, you know, it can really help remove that judgment that you place on yourself and on others. That's a good way to think of it. It's really you know? a freeing yeah. thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm so self-conscious right now because like, I've, yeah, I've spent so much time kind of like maybe being less than <laughs> yeah, pleasant yeah. that I feel like I almost feel like I think what I'm saying is I identify so deeply that it almost feels like you're all speaking at me, even though I know you're not. <laughs> it's like it's like this is yeah, I am. Fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, I feel no, that right. too. I, I, I hear you. I I, I, I'm feeling <laughs> You guys are great. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> so the, the we whole, are... whole seeing, seeing each other and like being a we're all in this thing together and we all are the thing together and giving people that their divinity, seeing the the divine in them, that innate piece of them that is a piece of you and that Paul Selig in his books that those, that's where I found this message of just seeing the divine in everyone and giving them that space to be who they are as much as you hate it and loving them for being that so that you can see it in the world Amen. and help to understand another part of yourself. Those, he really sure. taught me that. And I love that lesson. And I'd love for us to go over Selig's books sometimes because his his teachings that are brought through his guides is just 
It's weird to hear him channel, and it's weird that it's a channeled message. But the message speaks the same truth as the four agreements. I don't know where the hell else we all think it came from. I mean, it's all, it's divinity. I mean, what do you, it really, I mean, seriously, if you, if you make a book or you, and you dare claim that this came from you, (laughs) please. I mean, it's like, it's like um, genius music or creation. (laughs) I mean, it comes, it just comes down from the top. And if you're, if you're open enough to be conduit, to bring it to others, or at least just yourself, then. Please don't take credit. <laughs> it ain't you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was awesome chatting with you guys, and uh, we could do it for hours and hours. But uh, very true. Yeah, let's let's enjoy this as our first little sit around the campfire, and let's do it again soon. And uh, straight in my up, case, like if we I just chill. I don't even care yep. if we record it and put it out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yep. Like, I'm did, totally with it. Yep. And just talked. I'm but, done um, love that. Yeah. I'm happy with that. And the recording is also cool. I, let's share our thoughts with others. I, I'm down with both. But I love talking right on, to you guys. Brother. I loved this. Same I love right one of you. So, and we're all going to love, love, love. Yeah, Thank right. You guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for organizing. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it like yeah, this right we, now. And I, I know, I know this is a little bit morbid, but if, if we all right now just gave ourselves a little like this conversation virus, let's think about that mapping for the next week, because we're all going to affect a lot of people's lives. Every time we touch them with, yeah. with what, with our understanding of love and our, our expression and that, that, that I think will cumulatively affect, yeah. you know, each of our little universes and then all of ours ultimately. And I think that that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It'll pass on. Yeah. Cool. We guys have Yes. Yes. Good talking to you. Yeah. Love you guys. Awesome. See you. Thank you. Have a good one. Love you guys.